And there came a day, a day unlike... Wait, no, that's been done. Hmm. Who knows what evil lurks and... No, that is that other thing. What has yellow skin and rights? Ah, forget it. You're listening to Panelology. Excelsi, oh, damn it. Episode 69 of Panelology. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. Hey, guys. Episode 69, huh? Nice. Yeah. Boner joke. Boner joke. <laughs> yeah, let's consider that done. Finish him. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Uh, how are you guys doing this week? Have a good week? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I have a new bathroom. I like it. Nice. <laughs> cool. I am told I have a new air conditioning unit. <laughs> oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I've spent the week camped out at my parents because my apartment was 8,000 degrees. Oh, Dear my God. God. But in the course of this, I learned a new story last night that I had never heard before about my grandfather. Okay. There will be at least one more boner joke. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. If not, now I'm not sure I want to hear the story. <laughs> Apparently in his younger days... Um, my grandfather had a hit put on him. No. Interesting. By a man named Hanlon Cox. No. Yes. (laughs) Nope. Yes. Nope. This is a true story. No. Tell me that wasn't H-A-N-D-L-I-N apostrophe. Hanlon Cox. It was, I think, H-A-N-L-I-N. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Hanlon Cox. A little better. (laughs) Wanted to rub my grandfather out. (laughs) No. Commissioned a whack job on him. <laughs> You've been working on this, haven't you? Uh, it did not take any work, Brian. Right, as soon I as I say, heard if this he has, name, then I feel bad for him. As soon as I heard this name, I started giggling, and the jokes just arrived, fully formed, in my mind. I've been looking forward to the cold open so that I could record them for posterity. No. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That's brilliant. He was going to take him out into the woods and blow a load of shotgun right in his face. <sighs> no, no, no. You said that in the wrong order. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to assume that didn't happen. Blow a shotgun load right in his face. You can fix that in post. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, like, like we fix anything in post. Yeah, yeah I'm going to do that, you guys. I'm going to do the thing. No, we don't, we don't edit. We just look for secret backwards messages. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't, don't, don't do that. Don't do don't, that. Please don't play us backwards. Zatanna, I'm not. <laughs> uh, secret, imp- well, 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 secret Empire, but first Captain America 25. Oh my gosh. Which is to be consumed before Secret Empire. Yeah. yeah, please, for God's sake, if you're reading both of these books, please read Captain America for it. Like, both issues will tell you that you need to do that. But they're like not you, lying. Yeah, they're not lying. You really need to do that. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. This story is so, so good. So much, so much better than Civil War Yes. Too. Yeah. Especially <sighs> after having completely nullified Civil War. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, I Like, do we, do we want to call spoilers early on this? Do we need to? Is there anything you have to say that isn't a spoiler? 
uh, holy shit, book. this is good. You need to read it. It's, <laughs> it's Captain America, and it's not Captain America, Sam Wilson, or Captain Steve. It's Captain America. It's just Captain America. It is the capstone issue to both series. Yes. Yeah. Indeed. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Spoilers now? Spoilers. 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 Which, by the way, I will say, so you will miss my quote of the week, though, because it it's in the spoiler section. Sorry. Well, they've already missed you saying that. So. Oh, well. Can't they'll miss come, what you back, don't know. They'll come back and listen. Like like anybody actually skips sure. when we say right. spoilers. Come on, let's be real. They might. Like, they might. That requires like active intervention on listening. I would do come it. On. I actually did learn this week how to put chapter markers into the podcast. Oh, nice. So oh. we could actually make it so you could really easily skip. Oh, wow. We should maybe do that. Yeah. We probably yeah. should. Yeah, okay. I know how to do it in GarageBand. I don't know how to do it in whatever you use, but I'm sure there's a way. Uh, there is. Probably. I'm sure there is. There's okay, be. so we should uh, talk about Secret America, yeah. or Captain America. Oh my God, this is so good. <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> That's such a good spoiler, Brian. <laughs> no, so they they find out basically uh, that all of the fragments of the uh, They find cube. out the magic was in, in them all along. They, that's right. <laughs> That, that they don't basically have to have the complete cube in order to modify things. Mm-hmm. That the fragments can, in a limited aspect, change things around them. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, you can make small wishes come true. <clears throat> to, which leads me directly to my quote of the week. <laughs> which is, the AI Tony Stark <laughs> has, has proven this because he wished for a birthday cake and everything. And he goes, um, he, uh, Captain America asked him, so we don't need the whole Sam thing. Wilson. Sam said, Wilson, Captain America. Okay, yeah, there Sam are two Wilson, Captain yeah, okay, America. Fair enough, fair enough. Sam Wilson, <laughs> Captain America, asks him, uh, "We don't need the whole thing. We can just fix this." Well, not exactly. I tried, uh, tried well some other thing to will some other things into existence. I want to be a real boy. Dang it! <laughs> when you wish upon a star, that was adorable. <laughs> didn't was... Wor- didn't work. <laughs> It was really cool to see so Tony Stark beautiful. AI's little existential crisis yes. in that moment. It was good. I want to be a real boy. I want to be a real boy. <laughs> it was so Got good. no strings. Oh. <laughs> Got no, oh, no strings on me. No, no. Yeah. All I can think of is Ultron when I hear that. Yeah. 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 That was intentional. Yeah. Okay. Mission accomplished. Go me. But uh, so so they then they basically they come up with this plan to. Um, to use those cubes, and we see the the result of that in Secret Empire. Yes, mm-hmm. in the Secret uh, I think it's also worth noting how in this issue they do get a second shard. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is, it is. So was it? Uh, no, it was Avengers last week, right? No, no. Which one was it? This one. It was, it was this in, one. Yeah. Okay, it was this one where they broke into the prison. Yeah. There's two. Oh, I know what it, it was. Uh, Secret Warriors also yeah. has Secret the same Warriors kind of prison comes break. Yeah. Before this and after and kind after. Of. Yeah, yeah, it's funny the timing. Yeah. But okay, so they break into the Inhuman prison, Adelan, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And free all of these Inhumans, and one of them is well. Someone's already freed them. The Secret Warriors have already freed them. The Avengers do get there late. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. (laughs) They decide Um, to act and they decide. And actually, even when the Secret Warriors get there, they're already free because one of the Inhumans is this guy, Barf, which, by the way, the name. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Who, once, if he has seen something or it can be described in enough detail, 
basically he can regurgitate anything up. Now, obviously, it has to be something he can physically regurgitate up. Right. It can't be, you know. Well, battle, I don't know. He did a do a lunchbox at one point. Uh, fair enough. But, the, the, yeah, he talks about how there are some limitations around right. this. Um, so he, he regurgitated a key to all the cells and yeah. got everybody out, which is. It's brilliant. I yeah. love it. And then they show him a shard of they the Cosmic Cube. And he regurgitates it up, and they have a shard. And it works. And, it, well, yeah, like, I, apparently whatever he does, it's the real thing. Yeah. That's, that's pretty fucking nice. I know. I know. So it, that's how they get the shard. And then, obviously, the huge reveal is at the very end of this episode, of this issue. Black Panther's house guest? Yes. Yeah. No, actually, it's Namor's. Yeah. Oh, Namor's house. house yeah. Well, but it's Black Panther's house guest somewhere else. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, somebody uh, we've already called spoilers. So we somebody, have. somebody that we thought had been killed off earlier in Secret Empire is not dead. Surprise, surprise. Bucky Barnes. Yeah, I was about to say. It's Bucky. As it turns out, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps the plan to kill Bucky Barnes in the way that did not kill Bucky Barnes originally might still not kill Bucky Barnes. There He's you go. unkillable in that way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> if you think he has you can mastered... kill Bucky Barnes by strapping him to a rocket and shooting him away, you are mistaken. <laughs> you, are, you are twice proven wrong. <laughs> that's right. So, so here's the deal. You know, sh- <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, right? Get a mm-hmm. face full of metal fist. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, like, probably, like, honestly, like yes. the person that does this next time. Like, come on, dog. Like, yeah, like no. <laughs> Because you know I, it'll happen I need again. It. I need yeah. it to happen. You know and I need Bucky to be like, really? Come on. No, come on. Really? <laughs> this is this is how you're going to try to do really? this? <laughs> but then it works. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's go into Secret... Well, actually, let's go into Secret Warriors. Let's take these by okay, story. Okay, sure, sure. So Secret Warriors is the basically the story of, of that group going to New Adelan to break them out of prison. Yes. And so... Uh, they find the prisoners have already freed themselves, but there is a battle going on. Mm-hmm. And just about when they're going to be overwhelmed, the Avengers arrive, and or the Rebels, whatever you want to call them, because there's kind of two yeah. sets of Avengers, whatever. The anyway, good guys. The good guys, right, arrive and basically finish that off, and then they take off, and the new warriors kind of finish up. That's why we said the timing was a little yeah. kind of odd there. It's encapsulated. Right? Yeah. But, uh, they sort yeah. of intersect paths. And they continue. do, and... Yeah. The team kind of dissolves at the end of this. Yeah. Yeah. And we get a reveal of another character who, uh, uh, what's his name? The Inhuman Planner dude who can see the fault in all things. Uh, 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 Karnak. Karnak. Yes. Karnak has made a secret alliance. Ooh. Indeed he has. With Mr. Sinister. Ooh. And why has he made this secret alliance? To unlock his son's hu- inhuman I'm sorry. powers. Did you say son? I'm sorry. Did I bury the lead? You did. <laughs> oh, Karnak has a son. Yeah. And it's the secret inhuman that they have been seeking for. Oh, snap. He yeah. has the ability to supercharge other inhumans. But only once. <laughs> so now Mr. Sinister is going to... Uh... <laughs> By the way, you you know what that it's uh, like it immediately reminded me of my all-time favorite quote, right? <laughs> I was watching an improv performance one time where you write down quotes or you know, sayings on a piece of paper and hand them in and they draw as they're going yeah. through it, right? And somebody and like literally the guy had to break character and was like, "Okay, I don't know who wrote this, but like you're an asshole." <laughs> and the line was What did you write, Brian? It wasn't me. Believe it or not, it wasn't me, although I have done it since. Remember, Exploding Boy, you can use your powers only once. 
There is an X Men miniseries <laughs> called that The was Worst. On whose line? <laughs> called this. I saw this like in the early eighties. Oh, so. Okay, they yeah. did it on whose line too? Did they really? Yeah. Oh. There's an X Men miniseries called The Worst X Men, and his power is that he could explode. Once. Once. <laughs> there you go. It's a five-issue miniseries. What about Michael Walsh? Oh. Yeah. Um, it was a half-issue miniseries. Oh. <laughs> 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 <Yep>. <laughs> right, exactly. Right. Okay, Secret Empire. Main event. Uh, Secret yeah. Empire. Okay, yeah, so that, that Captain America leads directly into Secret Empire. Mm-hmm. And basically we see... Uh, the resolution of two of the biggest things that have been going through this story, which is the shield that's keeping everybody out. They find a way to take that out, and the dark do- dark force dome over uh, over Manhattan, yeah. which uh, Maria Hill takes care Maria. of. Well, now we know how to solve a problem like Maria. Yeah, you let Maria solve the problem. Uh huh. <laughs> sure. There you go. But damn, oh my god, this story is one of the best event books that Marvel has done yep. in a long, long time. The the good guys finally stop trying to avenge and start trying to just fucking help people. Yep. Yeah. And things begin to go their way. Like, it's like, oh shit, maybe you should have listened to the champions all along. All <laughs> along. Imagine that. Kids know what they're talking about. Yeah. That never that actually never happens. Well, yeah, almost almost <laughs> never. Almost never. Although I never mind. Something, These are special children. Something yeah, something maybe you listen to the millennials. <laughs> uh come on. Most of the adult superheroes are millennials too. A lot of them are. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not uh, a lot. A lot. I'll give you a lot. Yeah. More than you fifty two, I feel like. Because so many got DH yeah. so much. Yeah. Okay. That that it for Secret Empire? Uh, yeah, I think okay. so. We're, um, we should definitely. Spider-Man. Well, I mean, the main Secret yeah. Empire. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. How about Spider-Man, then? Yeah, how about it? It's good stuff. Um, It's like the final showdown with him and Doc Ock. It's the final showdown. Nope. Da-da-da-da. <laughs> and... And Peter proves that he will fucking go nuclear. Yeah. And it was pretty wonderful. Yeah. It was pretty damn wonderful. Yeah, he he proves that basically that, that you know, that's one of the differences between heroes and and villains is that heroes are willing to sacrifice in yeah. order to, to, to help others and, and do what's right and right. what's needed. Yeah. yeah. And it's that kind of sacrifice that is so very specifically a Peter Parker thing to yeah. do too. Mm-hmm. Okay, I can be the hero or I can maintain my personal life. Well, here's the big red button to blow up my personal life. <laughs> Again. Push. Yeah. Again. Yeah. Yep. Uh, also, there's a really sweet moment at the end with Spider-Man and Aunt May. There is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's super cute. Yeah. I liked it. Yeah, no, this was this was a wonderful wrap up to this storyline mm-hmm. and by the way you know what i think that's part of what i have really liked about secret empire as a whole is the stories that have decided to invest in it they're really telling their own story that are um 
that are really part of Secret Empire, but they don't try to... Uh, it's not just that casual two-panel mention yeah. kind of thing. They're set against by. the backdrop. Mm-hmm. They're doing their own thing. Right. They're not trying to reference and touch stone. Here's this moment. Here's that. Exactly. Moment. And yeah. you wouldn't need you wouldn't need Secret Empire to be going on for this to be no. a good story. No, you wouldn't. Exactly. Right. It it's, doesn't rely on it. How's that? It's like yeah. the Kingpin book during Civil War Two. Yes. Yeah. The Kingpin book did the exact same thing, and it was one of the only good things to come out of Civil War Two mm-hmm. because of it. Good job, Marvel, on this on this one. Oh, right. My iPad doesn't have my left thumbprint. <laughs> okay. But now you all know. Cut off the right thumb. <laughs> Cut off one limb, two more grow back, according to Steve. Course- Steve got the Hydra motto wrong. Come on, Steve. Can we talk about... Steve got the goddamn Hydra motto wrong. I think that's how... It's, it's a sign. It's a sign that things are going downhill. Maybe so. Clearly. Okay. Hey. Hi. While we're in Marvel Land, Brian. Yeah. Want to talk about Generations, Phoenix and Jean Grey? Uh, yeah, let's talk about that. Okay. So, um, I, I enjoyed this more than I did the Hulk. One. I did too. <laughs> yeah. This was, uh, to be honest, this almost felt like it could have been a Jean Grey, like the ongoing series. Should going, have been, would be my word. As a special. Yeah. Even. It, so here's. And I, I'll be honest, that's kind of how I treated it when I started yeah. reading it, which may be why I liked it so much. Well, I think there are a couple of things going on here. Um, one is we still don't get a lot more information about really what Generations is trying to do big picture. No. And I think that holds true from what we said last week. I right. did overall enjoy this a lot more. I did too. Um, it is not Jean Grey's normal writer writing this. Normally, Dennis Hopeless writes Jean Grey. This is actually Colin Bunn, who mm-hmm. writes Jean in X-Men Blue. And I actually, even though this is just as talky as that first issue of Jean Grey, I actually liked this a lot more. And yeah. One of the things I liked about X-Men Blue was I liked the way he wrote Jean. Yeah. We still have this whole, the two of them don't know each other thing so much, other than, well, this is a time-traveling version of me. Right. But I feel like that works a lot better here than... It does. Cho- that then Amadeus chose Mentor not knowing him. Well, and here's the thing. In this one, neither one of them know each other. Right. Like, like personally. Right? right. They've never met. Right. Because they're the same person. How could they have met? Right. Yes. Um, but I, I liked it yeah. a l- I liked it a lot more in this one. And uh, the reason that I say it could have been part of the, the Jinge ongoing is that whole series right now is her going to yeah. different people to learn something or get some more information about the Phoenix Force or like literally each issue is a different person that she's with. Well, and here's, and this is the one where she's with Jean Grey. Here's kind of the thing I'm granted with just two points of data, but here's yeah. kind of the thing I, I I'm expecting from the rest of these. The thing I'm, the trend I'm seeing for them is maybe instead of calling these books generations, whatever Marvel should have called these books totally awesome Hulk number 20, whatever point one. Jean oh. Grey, number 5.1. Hmm. That you that may well have been a better choice. Um, because So Marvel, Marvel until they started renumbering every mm-hmm. season, did that, where a jumping on point always got a point one. Right. And with them doing the legacy thing and going back to legacy numbers, it maybe these would have made a lot more sense rather than being their own banner, being 
just another issue in the series that changes some kind of status quo. That's what Hulk was clearly trying to do. I don't think it nailed it. I think this actually did a really good job of trying to do that. Yep. Um, and I think you're right. It would make perfect sense as an issue of the series. In fact, I'll go far enough to say that if this had been written by the person writing the series, or if the person who wrote this, Colin Bunn, were the regular writer, I'd probably jump back on to Jean Grey. Because I did really enjoy this. Good. Um, also, the art was gorgeous. The art was, there was absolutely beautiful. beautiful. That Galactus was like, yeah. holy shit, that looks good. Yeah. And the big phoenix, uh-huh. phoenix fire, phoenix, oh man. Yeah, I sent a panel Moody. of this to Jen while mm-hmm. I was reading and it. And it was gorgeous. I sent, uh, whoops. And this one with both Galactus yep. and Phoenix. There you yep. go. And <laughs> clearly the person you want, the bigger threat you have, the person you want dealing with that is this new Jean Grey. Because <laughs> yeah. holy shit. <laughs> Basically she can kind of borrow other people's power levels. Yeah, to boost her kind own. of siphon there. Yeah, hmm. like she draw she 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 saps power from Galactus and just holy and, shit punches and, him in the face and downs him. <laughs> yeah, and Phoenix and a, who is a Terax? Oh, Terax, yeah, and Terax all at the same time. Yeah, and punches Galactus with it. Oh now, my. if I am if I am the regular continuity Galactus, the life bringer. Yeah, I am getting this girl's digits and putting her on the ultimate. No shit. Yeah, because. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Oh boy, she'd be handy to have around. <laughs> yes. Indeed. But unfortunately, that's ending next week. Wah, wah. Yeah. Wah. And we see we see our good, our old friend, old Oatu. Who's dead in normal continuity. I know. That's so, why I said our, we see yes. our old friend. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He's nice. All right. Inhumans, Once in Future Kings. I'm the only one who read this, but this is the Inhumans kind of prequel origin storybook written by Christopher Priest with Phil Noto on art. And it is very, very good. I really dug it. You get the, you get the, the Chris Priest title cards that, that like you I have a Deathstroke and a Black Panther. I may go back and jump in on this and get, get them. Um... It, make me read an Inhumans book. It read to me kind of equal parts Game of Thrones and Star Wars. Sometimes a little more column A, sometimes a little more column B. But it is... Little column B. It's following in this first issue Maximus and Black Bolt, who are in training to be the next kings. And the king of the Inhumans is known as the Living Terragenesis. He can give and take powers at will. Oh, shit. He is viewed as a god. There's this whole divine right versus just use of force debate that undercuts the whole thing. So maybe a little a little bit of once, well, once in future kings. Hey, yeah, there you go. yeah, yeah. And he is kind of mad. Like he is despotic. Uh, there is revolution afoot from the slave class. And Maximus is more or less poised as your sympathetic character here. He lives in Black Bolt's shadow. He communicates for Black Bolt. He actually proves himself like phenomenally brave in this issue. Like The king is downed. They're rushed by hordes of slaves. He stands and alone fights against this whole mob of slaves. Well, Black Bolt runs off to try to get out of range of power dampeners so he can use his powers. Hmm. And then the king tries to force Medusa to marry him, which goes 
Oh, just about as well as you would expect. Medusa does not suffer fools. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I really dug this. It's a six-issue miniseries. And Brian is glaring at me because I know he's going to go out and buy this. I might have to go get this. Tell you what, before you leave, I'll let you read my copy of the first issue. Okay. I, I've i liked Royals all right. All right. Yeah. This is a damn good book. Well, and like I saw the I saw the uh, a piece of the art that you were that you yeah. showed me from, and like I'm so much more on board with that. Well, for, Phil Noto, yeah. Phil Noto can draw a book. I know, I know. All right, let's jump over to DC Land. Let's talk about Mister Miracle Number One. Okie dokie. Let's talk about Mister Miracle Number One. I loved this book. I loved this book. I liked this book. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't love this book, but I liked it. Oh. I was, however, mad when I got to the last page and didn't have more to read, so that does say something for it. Yeah. Well, and we actually had this conversation a little bit before we recorded, mm-hmm. and Mike weighed in and made the comment that it is still too early to really form an opinion True. for him. I, that I agree. Yeah. And I totally, totally understand that. But, wow, that tone that it sets is... It is going to be the tight 12-issue Tom mm-hmm. King mm-hmm. Which is um, always good. Which is, it's a format he just does so well with. Mm-hmm. He does. Um, I, I like what he's doing on Batman. I'm not trying to knock that. But his strongest things have been his, he I'm writing a 12 issue He has a set amount arc. of time to yes. tell the story he wants to tell. Yep. Yep. Not, you have to stretch the story out. Yeah. And not having to fit around things to tie into events Correct. and all that yeah. does. Yeah. This deals with suicide and anxiety and depression mr miracle at the beginning of the book slits his wrists mm-hmm. yeah like first page first page well, second, 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 well, page. Yeah. second page yeah yeah it's the first thing that happens yes really. it's this big splash page of him in the bathroom floor yep yeah and the question which wink wink the question is is he alive or is he dead but he's he's he's, he's not not dead i'd argue I have no he's idea. Not, I have no idea dead. what's going on. I would argue that he's not alive. I don't know that he's dead. I'm saying he's not not dead. Right. He <laughs> isn't not dead. I think he's somewhere in the middle. He's he's still in the act of escaping. Death. Well, and... Wink, yeah. wink, did you escape? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so let's, let's talk for a minute about the art, because the art is just... Yeah ridiculously beautiful it fits the the whole story mm-hmm. so well so it's uh it's mitch uh mitch jared who is uh tom king's artist and co-creator on sheriff of babylon mm-hmm. yeah um but there's the there's a there's a bunch of scenes where like it's him like mr miracle or whatever on tv shows mm-hmm. right or or there's tv thing and those are all kind of fuzzy and kind of grainy or a little out of killed beautiful wonderful mm-hmm. you have wonderful, wonderful these old school four color process dot pages that yeah. are gorgeous he plays so much with form and style yeah. and structure yeah and then the vast majority of the book is the nine panel the claustrophobic yep. cage. Super, the, 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 the school mini print. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, that's what I think of when I see them. And it's really cool. There's a phrase that is literally on every, well, there may be one page that's not on, but it's almost every page of this book mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. says Dark Side Is. And it's for like the first 15 pages, there's one panel that is that. It's yeah. just Dark Side Is. And then it's two panels. And then it's three panels. 
and then it, and it keeps growing. Yeah. See, and that is probably the thing that I liked least about this. Like I understood <sighs> it. I got I I got why it was and what they were doing with it. But that doesn't mean I liked it. That's fair. It didn't it seemed like they were intentionally trying to be clever with it. I mean, instead of it just being there. <laughs> yeah. I think they were intentionally trying to be clever. Right, so yeah, then it yeah. was overused. I don't see how you could not do it that way, though. Mm. And and get the same... I mean, the fact that it's grow. How else do you do that? The fact that it's growing and becoming... I think it could... I mean, I'm, I'm obviously not a comics... I don't, yeah. I don't do comics, but I think it could have been done. Okay. All right. Maybe so. Especially from this crew. Maybe. Yeah. I, I, it didn't bother me at all. I Yeah, I really, really liked it. Yeah. I cannot wait for the next one. I fall somewhere in the middle between the two of you yeah. on the dark side yeah. thing. Um, you also have a bunch of other fourth world characters in here. You get Orion mm-hmm. and Big Barda. You have Glorious Godfrey yep. mm-hmm. in his talk show host form. You have, oh, what's, what's his name who's already dead? Oberon. Oberon, Oberon yeah. You have Oberon... Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there, maybe, maybe. not. <laughs> maybe uh, of of Justice League, Europe, Keith Giffen, yes. Bain, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. There are a lot of moving parts. It is definitely if Vision was tight and focused and narratively constrained, this is intentionally, and I think in in, in time will tell. But I think hopefully in a satisfying way erratic and all over the place and jumping from point to point and perspective to a degree perspective to perspective and but it's visually constrained yes Mm -hmm. very much so or at least controlled it's not always constrained it's well and yeah and i mean that by that nine panel format that just really i mean you're you're so limited as to what you can Mm. put in there there are a lot of pages that aren't nine panel though Mm. yeah they they, they mix it up a good deal Mm -hmm. okay yeah it's intentional when it happens, but they mix it up a good deal. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there, it's the three pages at the beginning, and then it's the rest of it is all nine panel. Oh. Yeah. Huh. Okay. Yep. All right. Oh, except for the big dark side, it's, it's yeah. The whole page. Yeah. How's about? I, I loved it. Get this. That's my. Say. I loved it too. I loved. That's it my say. Here's the thing, like I, it's definitely good enough. You should get it and read. Yeah. It. Oh yeah. I yeah. I <laughs> Regardless, agree. all three of us agree on that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm not. It, it's not a bad book. Oh, I know. It's the what I've seen Tom King do in the past. So I'm 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 coloring it based on other stuff. Okay. Which is not fair. It's not fair. It's new. Okay. I should go let's, into it. Let's find out. Can't wait. Yep. Very good. How about Detective Comics, number 962, Brian? Number 9, number 962. No, it's number 962. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to take a drink anyway, but I would regardless of whatever you said. Fair enough, fair enough. So, yeah, this is uh, this is the big uh, Azriel um, suit battle, I guess, yes. is the best way, to, <laughs> best way to describe this. Um, an issue notable for... Many things, not the least of which is the fact that I am now, I guess, shipping Kate Kane and Zatanna. (laughs) (laughs) And maybe Cass at the same time. Who knows? Oh, my. (laughs) Oh, my. (laughs) You know what? I would watch that TV show. 
Oh, I would too. That would basically CW. be like the best version of Birds of Prey. Yeah, pretty oh, much. God. Yeah. So, which I, I mean, I you, I've told everybody how much I love Zatanna. Like I've uh-huh. always loved Zatanna. Yeah. And not not to mention I love Zatanna, but that's a different issue. T. <laughs> T. Apparently, though, everybody loves Zatanna. Apparently, so. yeah. She, she is just so except Grant wonderful in this book. Yes, I mean she really her. her her personality and demeanor and how she carries it. Just, I love it in this book. I hope she comes back. Barring that, I hope James Tynan starts writing as a Tana ongoing. Oh, my God. <laughs> but no, I really like her as an addition to this team. I, I, I wish she'd stick around. I like I like the dynamic, but I know we talk about this yeah. every time we talk about this arc, but I like the dynamic between her and Bruce so much. I do too. I, I, and like I said, I love the fact that they had it and it's in the past and it's... Yeah. Yes. Um, we, also, we also see Batman learn that maybe someone who he thought was dead isn't dead. Oh, oh snap. he does learn oh, that, snap. doesn't he? Yeah, you can you can see all of this across, and because it's happening in some of the the, the Superman books too. Yeah. Well, we're getting things. we're getting close to the right. action detective crossover that reveals who Oz is, and and that's my point. That. You can see this is all yeah. bubbling up. It's coming. It's coming real soon. You learn that Raish and a character who shows up for the first time in this issue are both working for someone else. Mm-hmm. And you are left to presume that that someone else is Mr. Oz. Yeah, I would have to assume so. Which, what kind of person does Rachel Ghoul take orders from? You. Clearly the smartest person in the world. Some world. Gosh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was like, well, hot damn. Yeah. <laughs> Like, like you know, he got to be. Yeah, it's got to be a badass for Raish to to serve. Which you know, that's the question, right? Is he really serving him, or is he yeah. serving his own purposes by serving him? Well, yeah, a little column A, a little column B. Right, <laughs> always gonna be both. <laughs> a little yeah. column A. I, I'm telling you what, though, that that one where Zatanna does something, and Bruce is like, "You're a show off." She's like, "Ah, oh, come on, you love it." I want to marry her. <laughs> the, I want to marry just, her, being Batwoman. <laughs> yes, and and Cass going yes. Yes. Yep. <laughs> that, that's where that like came from. All but right. that is just the best ever. Also, Clayface. Clayface. Always Clayface. Oh, always Clayface. Every time Alex sent me a, a panel or, or posted something from it, I was like, damn it, I'm going to read this book again. Yeah. You God should be it. reading this book. Get that nice oversized hardcover. Yeah. Except that's money. Well, okay. I'm going to get it. You can borrow mine. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> but yeah, oh my God, so... So good. Yes. How about the Flash, Brian? Uh, this is really different, man. Yeah. This is a uh, this is a different character than we've seen yes. in the Flash. So, Barry has been given negative speed force powers, mm-hmm. which are more erratic and destructive, mm-hmm. and tend to color his behavior in paranoid and aggressive ways. And does that sound like anything else to you? Well, literally, when he said something about being infected by it, I was like, "Oh wow, you just like aren't even hiding this anymore, are you?" This is <laughs> this is the Flash version of the Venom symbiote. Yeah, yeah. yes. And, but I mean, like, literally, there's a point where he's chasing after some guys to take him out, and he looks back, and like everywhere he's run, there's just a swath of destruction. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah. 
Like, like he's, he's destroying nice. the city by running through it. He tries to, nice. to go through an armored car to pull out the drivers and save them, but the negative speed force energy ends up blowing up the car behind them. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, oh. Yeah. So, like I said, it's very it, it, it's an interesting read. I, yeah. I, I I can I can dig this story. I, this obviously this is something I don't want to be around forever. I was about to say this is definitely not something that I want to last more than six, maybe eight issues at most. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it's an interesting idea, especially coming off of Thon's thesis that no Barry, you are your own worst enemy. Yes, exactly. Although mm-hmm. after this story, we need to be done with Barry's his own worst enemy stories. I'm tired of them. Uh, but good read. Good read. Good read. Brian. Uh-huh. What you got next? Newsboy Legion and the Boy Commandos. I want you to take point on this one. I know you do. Okay, so here's the thing, and it's funny because Alex Alex mentioned that, that, that he really was completely and totally lost reading this. Like, it seemed, you said inaccessible, I think is the word you used, right? Yes. Um, and as I was reading it, I, my thought was... Holy shit, if you do not already know who all of these characters... First of all, there are so, so many characters in this. Because it's not just the news... It's the Newsboy Legion and the Boy Commandos, right? Yeah. And it is both full teams. And if you don't already know who they all are, you have zero chance of following the story. I made it about eight, maybe ten pages. Yeah. And then just flipped through looking at the art. Yeah. Like, Like, here's the thing. Even if you already know who these characters are... Like, if you fully know it, the pacing and the way they cut this story is hard to follow. Yeah. So, g- combining both of those, you z- there is no possible way you could do that. Yeah. Now, the art's beautiful. It's a beautiful book. It is gorgeous. And whoever um, is coloring Shaken in this needs to color him forever and always. It's, it's, it's a pretty good, it's a pretty okay story. It's just so hard to follow that it almost makes it not worth it. Yeah, yeah, that was, um, which mean, is unfortunate, yeah, and uh, I really is. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, you are, I, I you led with me having yeah. said what I said, and I was going to turn around and say, "Well, Brian, you're right," but you already told everyone how right you are. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> let the record reflect: this once Brian was right. Ah, <laughs> there's okay. my there's my my one superior high. Get that's it. Yeah, okay. that's it. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Brian's retiring episode, from podcasting episode now. Episode 69, I'm done. <laughs> Going out on a high note. No. All right. Well, that's too bad that no one can tell us about Shadow Number 1. Oh, no. I'll stick around for that. Okay. Damn. Um, this may be the best Shadow book I have ever read. This is Dynamite, right? It is dy- it's Dynamite. Been, Dynamite's <laughs> been knocking it out of the park they lately. They really have. They have done some good stuff. So I, I've already mentioned on the podcast how much I like the Shadow Batman thing. This is very different, but holy crap, the whole thing is this nurse that is treated... Hello, hello nurse. nurse. I was for it. Yeah, plus, plus hello, nurse. <laughs> um, <laughs> and but, then he made it weird. Of course, Hi. Of oh, it's me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but... Uh, She's treating a burn victim and telling this story of this hugely formative experience that she had in which the shadow saved her. And that's the whole thing. But then, obviously, they lead into at the end. But it is fantastic. It's a There's a very big commentary about what superheroes are 
and what they aren't and why it's okay for them to be yeah violent i and, saw a few yeah, panels of like, this retweeted damn. and just like the three panels i saw alone made me want to go back and pick it up uh, uh, p- please do this book is really really good now you know it's issue one i, I don't know about sure. how it's going to sustain this or not who's the creative team on this the creative team on this is uh, Cy Spurrier uh, oh, and there we Dan go. Waters. Yep. Yes. With art by Daniel Hoare. Or is that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to... Hang on. Into the mic, Brian. Uh, no, Daniel HDR. I don't even know how to pronounce that. Oh, uh, yeah. He just goes by Daniel HDR. Okay. Daniel HDR. Okay. There you go. I got really excited. I thought somebody was named Hoare. No, I, I, it shrunk down on my screen. So yeah. it was like an O, not a D. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, but the art is beautiful. The art is wonderful in this. Colors are great. Um, it, like, uh, there's nothing I didn't like about this book. Yeah. Nobody doesn't like the shadow. <sighs> All right. And if you do, he knows who you are. Oh, he knows the shadow. Knows. He sees you when you're sleeping. <laughs> he knows when you're awake. I want, I want a shadow Santa Claus now. Oh my God. Was anybody else terrified of Santa Claus because of that? <laughs> I definitely was. I just that he, he knows was... what you're On doing Christmas, all I the slept time? with a baseball bat. I, I did. So you were prepared for the Futurama oh future. God. Well, sure. Yes. Um, Jen, it terrified there me. Is, there is so much. The fact that, that, that you know, it's clowns, it's Santa Claus, no. it's like all of the, I'm like. <laughs> I was raised in a relatively wealthy white town. I like reality, Brian. Damn it. So, at some level, as a child, I guess I found the police state oddly comforting. <laughs> now it creeps me out. Yeah. <laughs> I loved clowns. <laughs> With uh, some seltzer water and a nice, I don't know what's a funny side, banana cream pie. <laughs> Clown cannibalism is the, the implicit joke here. I, I, I knew where you were going. Yeah. Yes. Hey, yes. Jen. Yes. yes. Want to tell me about Jordi Belair's new book? Heck yeah. All right. So. Redlands. Yeah, Redlands. This book is about a small town in Florida, which says enough, but then also it is inhabited by witches. Yeah, I remember talking about this in solicitations, yeah. and we were excited about it. Yeah. A horror book by Jordi Belair. It's yeah. real, real good. And to be clear, she is, when we say by her, she is writing it right. and coloring it. Yeah. But this is her first foray writing. Yeah. Um, and, and because it's her first, you can tell that there's some things that either needed to be said or didn't need to be said. Sure. But it's still so good. It is. Even even with that, though, I felt like the pacing yeah. made those those little things very minor to me. Yep. Yep. This they is were easy to swallow, yeah. A zippy read. <laughs> but it's it's <laughs> I felt like it was zippy in that way that you want a horror book like this to move fast and to feel like bam, everyone's dead. Yes. Which is not specifically what happens, no. but could have though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would be a very short series. There's Brian. definitely some people that died. Let me tell you, yeah. <laughs> it was just a little death. Yeah, and uh, this this does start in the middle of something that's happening, and yeah. I want to know all of these characters that it started with, though. Well, it sounds like from the the. Little note at the end, but that's yes. kind of what the series is going to be, is touching in with all the weirdos and people. Well, but and... some of them we're not going to get to know. Well, 
They make flashbacks. Yeah, I, I clearly get that we're okay. going to go back and get the start yeah. of this okay. story. I think there's going to be some non-linear shit happening. Okay, yeah. cool. Then that's cool. I, yeah. I like that. I dig it. Yeah. yeah. I Yeah, but super powerful first issue. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is a good book so far. Issue number one, get it. I'll, yeah. I'll let you know about issue number two. Yeah. Keep get it, maybe. I don't know. All righty. It is time... Or we really need to call it something other than is it still good? We, we just presume that it's good at this point. Yeah, if I... it's not still good, we don't tell you about it. Sorry. Um, we're, we're gonna we're gonna workshop that. Penologies, uh, one line reviews. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll keep her for now. We're still gonna call it is it still good? Okay. Yeah. It is still good if it is in the segment. Okay. Jen. Yes. Oh, I'm starting us off. You're starting oh, us off. No. You're actually going to be heavily nice. featured in this section. Oh, no. Hell yes. I usually have one. Hell yes. God dang it. <laughs> okay. All right. Donny Cates, Baby Teeth number three. Is it? Well, tell me why it's still good. And remember, you can mm. spoil shit in this segment. Oh, wait, are, we're not doing the one-sentence thing? Yeah. No, you, oh, it's the okay. one but you okay. can spoil stuff in that one-sentence. Okay. Um, this is also my reminder to the listener that we will spoil shit in this segment. Or could, could. We don't know. Who knows? The shadow yeah. does. <laughs> we sure shit don't. That's for certain, because we don't know what the hell we're going to say. Aunt Heather does whatever it takes to feed the baby. Oh. Oh, no. That scares the shit out oh, of me. No. It was fucking weird, but it's good. It was good. Something, something, total eclipse of the sun. Uh, action. No, that's, that's in a few days. Uh, yeah, don't buy any plants on that day no, either. No, nobody buy plants. Uh, and definitely don't feed the plants. <laughs> action Comics 986. Superman and Superman team up to stop the machinist. Okie dokie. Justice League Power Rangers number five. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's all you have to say. Okay. I'm just kidding. No, I want to say more. I want to say more. Um, I get my two independent clauses in conjunction, damn it. Alpha 5 teaches Brainiac the true meaning of sentience and then uses one of Zed's enlargement bombs on himself. Oh, fuck. (laughs) Oh, my. Oh, fuck. Yeah, this was uh, the best issue of this book. <laughs> and Alpha's a badass. Well, yeah. Brian. Yes. Justice League of America, number 12. Um, let's see. Batman, Killer Frost, Lobo, and Adam journey to the microverse in search of Ray Palmer. Fun. Nice. Hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. New Superman number 14. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, new Superman steps up and completely reassembles his team and takes the lead. Cool. Yeah. Hey, Brian. Yes. Red Hood and the Outlaws number 13. Oh, my God. Mm. <laughs> um, uh, my trouble with this is not is not what to say. It's how to fit it into one sentence because, <laughs> Damn. Um, Very carefully. The cutest Superman recap origin ever told by Bizarro as we start to unravel who he is and how he's going to fit into the main universe. Nicely done. That was a sentence, but moving on. 
Okay, Jen. this is the cutest. There you go. Yeah. Titans number 14. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I love this segment so much now. <laughs> <laughs> Garth has fangirls and we deal with everybody's mm. romantic bullshit. Still good, though. Nice. <laughs> it's fangirls. Wow, that's, it really does. that's underselling it. <laughs> that's what they are. Yeah. I didn't say they're not insane. Insane stalker fish ladies. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brian. Mm-hmm. Skin and Earth, number two. Um, we learn more about uh, how in the main character deals with her relationships and the world. Hey, Brian. Yes. Rose, number five. Um, Rose finally teams up with her cat and the guardian and her... <laughs> Sorry, Jen just lost it at that. Sorry. So the premise of... Never mind. So, yeah, Rose finally teams up with her cat and the guardian with its cat is now ready for action. Cool. Hey, Jen. I can't wait to finally team up with my cat. Yeah. Um... I've gone back to trade for this series, but something tells me I need to apologize in advance for making you explain an issue of it in one sentence. Wicked and Divine number 30. Oh. You suck so hard. <laughs> you suck so hard. Okay, hold on. Good luck with this one, girl. No, I mean, it's not that hard. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Dionysus sits in the dark forever, and <laughs> Baphomet needs some serious fucking mental help. Okay. Hey, Jen. Yeah. God damn. I know. This I is how you it. guys feel, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome to it. <laughs> I think I get more schadenfreude out of this experience than Brian does. Uh. But, uh, this one I think is easier. All New Wolverine, number 23. This one is, should be easier. Oh, no, it's not, though. Oh, no, Gabby. There we go. Oh, no, Gabby. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> that's, that's very that's, fair. That's actually a very good, yeah. No oh. Gabba Gabba. <laughs> oh, no Gabba. Hey, Brian. Uh-huh. Defenders number four. Uh, Defenders number four. Um, they, uh, they investigate a new drug that does some really cool shit while the Daily Bugle wants to know what's up with the Defenders. <laughs> hey, Jen. Mm-hmm. Edge of Venomverse number four. Venom Dinosaur and Venom Wolverine kick ass. And it's awesome. I was going to be disappointed if you did not mention the Venom Dinosaur. Iron Fist's number two. Uh, Pay helps Danny track down the second scroll and stop some evil Kappa Frog biker dudes. While Jen punches her pop filter. I hit it with my kombucha. Kombucha punch! (laughs) That's gonna be my uh, my crunchy hero it's like superpower. Bear punch, but it's like kombucha. It's like Hadoken kombucha. <laughs> Seriously, it's gonna be my hipster superhero power. Kombucha punch. <laughs> probiotics. Probiotics. <laughs> Wait, now we both have superhero nicknames. I'm the backlogger. Well, I was already Tequila Sally. Oh, that's that's true. Okay, I'd forgotten about Tequila Sally being being your superhero identity. Yeah. Now you have two. 
You're like Hope Summers. <laughs> Not Hope Summers, Rachel Summers. Yeah, I was like, no, wait, no, different. <laughs> the wrong, the wrong Summers. Okay. Uh, speaking of Summers, is Brian? Yep. Jean Grey, number five. Uh, this is her going to Psylocke to under. So after her, oh shit, damn, I forgot we we're doing a one sentence thing. Hold on. Um, <laughs> after determining that. A weapon is a good thing to have. Jean Grey goes to Psylocke to train on how to generate Psy weapons. Hmm. Rocket number four. Deadpool helps Rocket figure out how to escape his current conundrum. And then the two pull a heist together. Leading Wade to get a parasite. (laughs) Oh no. All right, last one. Oh, shit, on me again. Okay, cool. Uh, Star Wars Dr. Aphra number 11. Rur escapes, sort of, because it's really BT and Triple Zero controlling a droid body with Rur mounted onto it. (laughs) Triple Zero rules them all. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. It's a fun issue. It's great. All right. It's the long box book report. The what? The long box book report? No. <laughs> Do not. You're not sneaking it past. It's the long box book report. Which is on me. Bad, Brian. No. No. That was so, Bad. I so wanted to get that by. No. I refuse. Oh, that was my favorite part of the episode. Go so sit in the bad. corner. Just for that, I think Brian gets to do next week's long box. No. <laughs> no, we roll for it. We roll for it. All right. I had an IDW book called Memorial Imaginary Fiends. And it looks one. adorable. It is adorable. Oh, yay. Oh, nice. So the idea is, well, it starts off with this man visiting his mother in Shady Pines nursing home. Shady Pines. Shady Pines. And... You learn that she has, like, rapid-onset Alzheimer's, and she thinks she's a little girl again. She's drawing. She used to love to draw as a girl. And she draws this dinosaur-dragon monster thing that looks super familiar to the main character. Hmm. And he realizes later that it was his imaginary friend stuffed animal that he used to play with and imagine adventures with and all that. And he goes and he digs through some boxes and he finds it. And he gives it to his daughter. And almost immediately she is kidnapped. (laughs) And the dragon is now giant and walking like seven foot-ish. Let's say seven, eight feet tall. Giant relative to a human. Is is large and alive and walking and talking and saying, Oh, oh, they kidnapped your your daughter. I know where to go get him. Come on, let's go save her. And they meet up with a couple of characters and go to save the daughter. It's, I'm pretty sure, kid-friendly all ages. I can't think of anything that there was there in it that wasn't okay to hand a kid. It's it's a cute book. It may, there are a couple of things that may go over kids' heads, like discussion of different types of fantasy narrative in children's literature. But <laughs> those are kind of quick things, and it's, it's a cool sort of structural thing because the beats that happen here sort of mirror what they're talking about there. Um I definitely think it's probably one of the better things I've pulled out of the long box, <laughs> which is granted a low bar. 
<laughs> yeah, Alex probably has the lowest bar to, to get over in that respect. I don't know. Mike did have to read The Creeper. <laughs> Which, yeah, but and, that and was, then that he was, left. That was basically you taking his bar and throwing it to the ground. Oh, come yeah, on, let's that's be That's true. true. That, that was my, my vengeance for X-Force number one. Um, as a quick side you, note. You won. I know. I read God Country this week. Like Peter oh, Parker, he's not afraid uh-huh. to go nuclear. Um, and I was beginning to write it up, and I, you know, I start kind of trying to kind of give a quick idea of what's going on. And <laughs> the first the thing, creeper. the first thing I type is a demon rides in on a tornado and a giant sword shows. I'm like, oh shit, that's the creeper. <laughs> God country is much better, but it does start exactly the same way as that. Oh God. Creeper. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Give me the die. All right. Who's who? I don't know. It's not my problem. Oh, one, two. Jen's okay, one, Jen Brian's is one. Two. I'm two. God. Yes! Hell yes! <laughs> I got all the luck. <laughs> they call you Lady Luck. Ooh, hey. <laughs> but there is room for doubt. <laughs> yeah, a lot. Of Sometimes <laughs> you have a very unladylike way of running out. You're on this date with me. <laughs> okay, that's good enough. Our pickings. No, can no, really, really be that, that's enough. Yeah, like... <laughs> What'd you get, Jen? We don't make money at this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I got the first star spanning collector's issue of Star Trek. Ooh, <laughs> Star Trek. Is this the old gold? What is this one? DC. Oh, DC. Oh, yep. oh shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yep. 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 Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. This 1983. is 1983. I was I was gonna yeah. say this is in the heart of the 80s, baby. Yep. Do we have a creative team on this one? Hold on. <clears throat> Written by Mike Barr. Mm-hmm. Uh, the artists are Tom Sutton and Ricardo Villagran. Yeah. Mike Barr, I think, went Michelle on to be Wolfman an editor. Michelle Wolfman colored this. He did, yeah. In fact, is he over at Aftershock now? Uh, maybe. Maybe. He's been in comics a long time. Yeah. yeah. I think I'm thinking of Mark Doyle. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got the uh, the ad for the advanced D&D video game. Yeah, on nice. the television, baby. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can you, can you scope us a preview of the butts? A preview of the butts. Man, I'll give you a full in detail. Well, we know that. Report on yeah. some good, good butts. Yeah, well, Q- Qbert, the Q-Bert, game Qbert doesn't it? have a butt. <laughs> you don't know that. Qbert's like half butt. Uh, it looks like there aren't that many butts. Aww. I'm, I'm looking for a green alien woman. There will be a butt there. <laughs> a green alien woman. Green okay. alien woman! <laughs> I was thinking it. I willed it into Brian's brain. Don't do that anymore. <laughs> don't, don't do that. I'd already reached my limit for this episode. I know. <laughs> I have no limit. <laughs> uh, it explains so many things, doesn't it? Indeed. Well, speaking yes. of rocks. That's not. We weren't <laughs> speaking of rocks, you jerk. <laughs> we were. We just had to cut that segment out because we all said horribly racist things. <laughs> no. No. Speaking, speaking of worst no. segues ever. No. It would have been fine if you guys hadn't called attention to it. 
It would not have God. been. It was not. So everybody should go and check out Rock Hounds and Relics Trading Co. My sister's shop. It's fantastic. It's on Lemon Street in Ackworth, Georgia. It. She has so many things, and I'm trying to convince her to get those beautiful stone D and D dice. Yeah. I'm trying oh, to convince her. So you guys should go in and be like, "Hey, do you guys do you have any D and D dice?" And she'd be like, "Damn it, my sister was right." So so definitely go do that. Check it out. Um, if you don't want dice, which Come on. Why, why, what? why not? Come on. Stone dice are beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Are um, I got some lapis lazuli at home. Yeah. Um, if, but you can check out all of her really, really awesome beads. Um, all of the really cool antique ones that she has. She has some antique blown Italian glass beads that are fucking gorgeous. <laughs> I'm going to let that one go. <laughs> it's the 69th episode. Brian's Come thinking on. about blowing Italians. <laughs> go ahead. Um <laughs> oh, that's what eight and a half is talking about. <laughs> uh, uh. So anyway, there are geodes that you can crack yourself, or she has some pre-cracked ones. She has these little Tabasco geodes that are tiny, tiny, tiny. She wants to, like, or she doesn't want, she has made awesome earrings and stuff out of them. They're so cool. And then she has um, amethyst stalactite slabs. Mm-hmm. That amethyst protector fucking... of gym world? Indeed. Ooh, no. Princess um, of um, in protector, yeah. but they're they're gorgeous. They truly are. So everybody should go check them out. All right, cool. If you want to see anything, you should like message me, and I will send you pictures. Cool. Or just go to her Instagram or Facebook or whatever she has. I don't know. Check her out on the social media. Yeah, just search for Rock Hounds and Relics. Cool. Well, I think that does it for this week, unless either of you guys has anything else to... Oh, we do have one other <gasps> thing to mention. We do. We can be specific about it. I got the okay to be specific. Yay! Jen and I... Yeah! ...are going to guest host uh, on another podcast called Two Seasons or Less, which, if you recall from... longtime listeners may recall from last year, uh, us both working on Macbeth. Mm-hmm. The actor who played Macbeth has a podcast about short-lived TV shows. Nice. And he has invited us on to talk about 1990s The Flash. So, you know, relevant to our interests. Yes. Indeed. So, uh, if you want to hear us talk about TV for a change, which I've been watching some of this, and let me tell you, it is just primo. Oh, it is. Television. It is. I, I used I used to keep a copy on VCR tape. Yeah. <laughs> also known as VHS for mm-hmm. you Whippersnappers. Oh, well, okay. Yeah, sure. That too. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Uh, wow. Now, did you keep that on half or quarter inch? <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Brian's got nine inch floppies full of ASCII art <laughs> of the 90s Flash. Just ask him I about it. I do not have ASCII art of the Flash. My ASCII art is all of other stuff. <laughs> I will say this I did catch a Hawkman reference (laughs) Um, so I think we're recording that on the 26th 28th later this month we're recording it it'll be out within a couple of days of that so we'll remind you when it's that time indeed unless we're at Dragon Con and then we'll be like hey fuck it Uh, I mean I'm to and from home and dragging. That's true. Because I'm cheap Alex will let you know. Hotel. Alex will let you know because I'm. <laughs> I got to do something on that Marta train. <laughs> I will. I will be having that, a lot of fun. Me too. <laughs> I will too. I just go home at night and sleep in my own bed and don't spend all the money. Well, 
I so. spend that money instead on prints and art. And... <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Lapis lazuli Lapis dice. Lapis lazuli dice. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, but yeah, that's two seasons or less. I think right now they're talking about the Muppets show from ABC. Mm. That just Muppets came show. out? Yeah. Oh. I think that, that was a great, great show. Yeah. It was good. It was one season. Um, <laughs> Josh Groban was on it. Uh-huh. They talk through... Like the entirety of Pushing Daisies. They go basically the episode. Oh, that episode show is so that. good. It's one of the best. Yeah. yeah. One of the best Brian Fuller shows. So, uh, yeah, check that out. We'll be on it soon. Follow us over there. Make us look like big shot podcast people. Hell yeah. Do that. Do that yeah, thing. We like that. that. All right. Uh, our theme music is the Spontaneous Awkward Union by The Fish Who Saved the Planet. We'd like to thank Chase Parker for our intro voiceover. We're available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, and TuneIn, or on our website at panelologypodcast.com. You can also go there to send us questions, uh, check out how to follow us on Twitter, read Clearing the Backlog. You guys, I don't think we've had a question since, like, November. We have not. So, so, so please. Yeah. Why are you not asking us questions? It, it doesn't that, even have to be question. about comics. I'll read it. That's I don't my care. question to you. Why are you not asking us yeah. questions? Yeah. We're going to have to start manufacturing our own questions. <laughs> no. I'll just get Mike to send in a question every week. God, that, sca- that scares me. Mike's question corner? Yes. He'd be like, why is this so dumb? It's dumb. Why? How come there's no comic books that I like? <laughs> Who let Adno City write another book after The Creeper? That one. Yeah, we, we don't have no that answer. We no have no answer. No, the question. answer to Who is Karen Berger. Um... <laughs> Well, it is. No, the answer. The question was why, though. No, I said who. Oh, you did say. I who. did say who. Okay. Pay attention. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. I know you're still um, you're still picturing yeah. blowing Italians, but <laughs> save it for cocktail. Yeah, I was about to say you're you're nope. so close. No, nope. just no. Nope. Got like what? Fifty days. It's right there on the tip of your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad that our 69th episode wasn't in October. Yeah, well. We can we can, can we, make sixty nine point one. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, go Marvel on. That shit. Hey, do us a favor. Go on Apple Podcast, rate and review us. Yeah, we, we'd appreciate more good reviews. Do that. We um, don't pay to advertise ourselves. No. So, no. so we would pay to advertise. Yeah. That's cute. So we would love it if somebody would. We spend all our money on comics and equipment. We yeah. don't have money to pay to advertise. This this point is true. No. Uh, also, on on the same note, share us with a friend. Yeah. Please. Spread the word. Spread the love. Make us your favorite communicable disease. And not that <laughs> not that creepy odd love that we talk about on the show. All the time. No, no. Well, you could. You could. I mean, just you don't can. tell us. Yeah, right. We just don't want like, to know don't, about that. Don't say it. Do you have friends who, too, are interested in cetacean reproductive organs? By the way, whoever you are, <laughs> your review is entitled Whale Vaginas. You are my hero. <laughs> Mine too. You're my favorite. Uh, we have a review on Apple Podcasts yes. that is just entitled Whale Vaginas. Yep. Indeed. It's, it's the best thing. It is. <laughs> All right. Uh, do that. Spread the word. Spread the love. I'm Alex. I'm Jenna. And I'm Brian. We'll be back next week. Or will we? Wait, we will. Yeah, yeah, oh, we, we, we oh will. okay. <laughs>